0: Hey Upper Eastsiders, Leah and Kath here, and we have the
1: biggest news ever. One of our many sources spotted at the number one in the Billboard charts, a certain blondie with a red scarf in hand, Taylor Swift just re-released her fourth album, Red. New
0: controversies and conversations sparked when she did, about her and her past relationships. But shh, we don't kiss and tell.
1: This is Can't Say More with XOXO. can More.
0: So, Kath, how have you been now that Red Taylor's version has been
1: released? Kamusta ka naman? Girl, I remember when it was released, I was dead asleep. I was literally napping for that parang 1 o'clock yun, di ba? Yeah. Tapos nauga ako kasi paggising ko, parang 100 notifications, binagsak na daw ni Maring Taylor lahat, and dyan na Red, and dyan na All Too Well. Tapos parang ako, halo, 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 wait lang, kakagising yeah. ko lang. It was crazy. I was actually in class at that time, and
0: grabe, I was so impatient to start listening to it. And I remember kasi one of the main things that were being talked about, yun nga, as you mentioned, was all too well because Taylor Swift released a 10-minute version of the song.
1: Grabe, di ba? Yes, super long. Pero when you listen to it, it doesn't feel so long. Like, it just feels the exact parang 2-minute song lang, ganon. I remember nga, when I first listened to it, parang, yeah, I'm vibing with it, photo album on the counter, ganon-ganon. Nag-iba ng lyrics? Wait lang. Parang hindi yeah. ko ito alam. Gusto ata patahimikin mo na tayo Taylor.
0: it's her time to shine?
1: Kaya nga, sabi ni Taylor, girl, uminom ka muna ng salabat, girl, ayusin mo muna yung boses mo, mag-voice lessons ka muna. <laughs> Kailangan maganda yung boses pag kinantayong all too well.
0: Including, like, besides the song, Taylor also released a short film which somehow tackles the story of her past relationship. The person that that song was about. You know? I mean, we know. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to drop any names about that. But yeah, it tackled the story of Taylor's three month relationship with her ex boyfriend. That was like a decade ago. That happened a decade ago. And, you know, Taylor got a lot of positive reviews for the song and the short film. She received a lot of compliments for it. But a lot of people were kind of pissed off about it, they weren't impressed by the re-release of All Too Well and the re-release of Red Taylor's version. They weren't really happy about it.
1: Honestly, I'm not surprised considering we're like this patriarchal society we live in. She was forced to re-release that album because of the issue with Scooter Braun and not letting her like uh rebuy her masters. So she was forced. It's not like she chose to release it like without anything, without any reason at all. Even if she wanted to do that,
0: it just doesn't make any sense to me why you should bash someone for doing what she did. She's released a bunch of songs about her past relationships, her feelings and her emotions and whatsoever.
1: But let's be honest,
0: that's not the first time. Sorry, let me
1: segue. Let me say honestly, I would write a ten minute song about someone if they don't like bring me back my Gucci scarf. (laughs) It's Gucci. it's Gucci. I mean, girl, money doesn't like grow on trees. It's Gucci. I too would sing for ten minutes, even
0: if that happened ten years ago. I would still sing about it if someone <laughs> did not return my Gucci scarf. But um, back to what I was saying, it's not kind of a, it's not a new thing for Taylor Swift to be dealing with backlash like this. It's not the first time that she had to encounter this. Taylor has been villainized for talking about her relationships for as long as I can remember.
1: And I don't understand that because if we go to the route of men, like if we talk about Bruno Mars or like Ed Sheeran, I've never heard anyone say like they aren't talented. They owe it all to their exes. All they're writing about are their relationships. They're obsessed in being in a relationship and like their career is based off on their exes and Stuff like that. I've never heard that being said about them. Right? Have you? Like, tell me yeah, if I you have. Think I
0: have. I I couldn't think on the top of my head a male artist that is being treated the same way as Taylor's film. Exactly. Which is crazy. Because, yeah, Taylor to- talks about love. She talks about relationships. She talks about pain. She talks about heartbreak. But so do so many artists.
1: Right, because there's nothing wrong about writing about love and relationships because it has been the focus of art for centuries. Na. Like, example, slam poetry, paintings, and other art forms. Like, it's very vivid naman na parang they're using love as a way to express
0: how they feel. Yeah, it has always been a common thing in art, diba? And that's Taylor's Way. Of expressing how she feels through her art. So it doesn't really make any sense to me. That she was getting a lot of backlash for it. Even though it was just a short amount of time. It was a long time ago. It still didn't make any sense to me. Because based on my observations. My personal observations. I don't think that male artists have been given the same energy. I don't think I can name a male artist. That kind of had like the same career. Or the same reputation that Taylor Swift has had when it comes to talking about relationships. Like, can you think of another artist who's a man, na ganun yung trato sa kanya?
1: None. Honestly, none at all. Like, at the top of my head, none talaga. Or even if I researched, I don't think I'll find one. Because their career is based off on their excess. I've never heard that being said to a man why is it being said to a woman it's literally almost the exact same thing but like expressing her feelings and experiences through art through singing through music she's being villainized and she's suddenly overreacting oh that was just a three-month relationship why make a 10 minute long like song about that relationship or like we're over emotional na ganon
0: i think that's kind of the problem. Like how with how Taylor Swift is being has been receiving backlash. I've always noticed that it was just like it appears as if she's making the issue bigger than it actually is, which does not make any sense to me. Because that's her experience, right? Like it's her experience, it's her relationship, it was her relationship. She gets to feel however she wants and she gets to express it however she wants, Deba? Right? And I don't I just don't think that if Taylor Swift was not a woman. I don't think that she would be treated the same way as she's being treated now. I don't know if you think the same way, but I've been thinking about this for a long time.
1: Yeah, I agree. Exactly. And I remember there's like a guy that wrote about the best friend thing. Can you elaborate that?
0: Yeah, oh my god. Eric Clapton. I remember. Um, I don't know if you guys know him. I, he's pretty popular. Eric Clapton, he once wrote a whole album dedicated to the wife of his best friend, which was George Harrison, he was a Beatle, and that was decades ago. Okay, that was decades ago. But it's one of it's a very popular album. It was a successful album, and it was dedicated to the wife of his
1: best friend. But no, that was not really the focus. What? It was, wait, wait, well, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait. Let me stop you there. Am I hearing the same thing? The wife of his best friend. Yeah, the crazy thing is he actually married the best friend once
0: George Harrison passed away. But that's like, the the thing that makes me kind of weirded out about the situation is it was an album about love, basically. We, we, We don't consider the story of the best friend and the wife and whatsoever. It was basically painted as... An expression for love, a declaration of love.
1: Oh, suddenly it's romantic now. I mean,
0: if we just put it in the current context that Taylor Swift is facing, I don't think she would. I don't think her album. If she were to make an album with that same backstory, I don't think she would be getting positive reviews from that. Girl,
1: she would be cancelled in an instant. She
0: would be cancelled. She would be crucified for it. One of the things that I remember is I remember Taylor actually talked about this whole issue with how she's being treated as a woman in the music industry. She has a song about it, right?
1: It's called The Man. Do you know how it goes? Leah, go. Let us hear it.
0: <laughs> Actually, I forgot how it went, Kathleen. Maybe you can uh, no? you can sing it for <laughs> us. Okay.
1: <laughs> did, did you really forget how it <laughs> Okay, so I'll do it for you. So, I'm so sick of running as fast as I can Wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man Tara, oh. kumanta na. Feel ko ano? Kailangan na natin. Na natin yung ten-minute version ng no, All Too Well. The rest
0: of the podcast, <laughs> kakan'ta Oh <laughs> Just kidding. But like legit, that song, I always think about it because she, it, was a good way to address the issue, right? Right. Things would really be different if she was a man. She would be treated differently mm-hmm. if she was a man. Do you remember boy band? I boy groups, boy bands, girl groups. Were really popular in the early 20s. Yep. You know, it's that X
1: Factor. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not yeah, because of X Factor. <laughs> and One Direction and Fifth Harmony, they were under Simon Cowell. They were. I was actually a big One Direction fan. I was a directioner. A... Oh, I was a f- harmonizer. That's how you called them. I was a harmonizer. It was
0: crazy because even though One Direction and Fifth Harmony were, they were managed by the same person, right?
1: They were signed under Simon Cowell. Basically. They were
0: signed under Simon Cowell. But they weren't managed or they weren't like if you compare one direction to fifth harmony speaking as a harmonizer it was crazy what fifth harmony went through and they were so young too they joined x factor their age range was like 15 to 18
1: wait so they weren't legal yet yeah they weren't (laughs) they weren't even allowed to drink yet
0: yeah they weren't even allowed to drink yet but if you look back on how Fifth harmony was kind of like i don't know if this is the right word but they were kind of like a product they became a product instead of an actual girl group actual human beings singing within a girl group because fifth harmony they were commercialized That i think that's the right word yeah they yeah they yeah. changed I agree. how they were they had really strict rules that they had to follow they had very intense choreography and the songs that they sang about I think a few members have spoken about this. That wasn't really the kind of music that they wanted to do.
1: If you remember, with it. And I remember the music video. The music video was very It was kind of explicit. Considering Just, they were so young. They
0: were so young. Like I remember the young um Camila Cabello and another member, it was Dinah Jane. They were 17 at that time when their first album, Reflection. Wait, is
1: that real? Because I watched the video that it's gabayung like over sexualization. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's actually the problem. Fifth Harmony was let's like straightforwardly saying they were kind of sexualized. But when we compare Fifth Harmony to how one direction was um brought or like presented by the management or by their label or whatsoever It was kind of different.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because One Direction, like, of course, as a directioner, I would know. I watched their videos, their performances. They weren't really, like, they don't really have this specific strict choreography and everything. They were just, like, roughhousing, being silly, and just having fun without any, like, restrictions at all. And, like, when you compare it to Fifth Harmony, their choreography, like, they have this certain thing that they have to do all throughout the whole song. While One Direction were just like jumping up and down the stage. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love them. It's it's just that you can see the stark difference from here balang. Pa so, pag produce palang ng groups na One Direction and Fifth Harmony, they were in the same like management under Simon Cowell and like same same year or same. Time span Baliya, Because I'm not um, really I think sure.
0: I remember it was like the early 2010s. That's as far as I can remember. Yeah, they were famous around the same time. I think one of the things that I can actually recall from this, I don't know if you've watched The Star is Born. Have you watched Honestly,
1: it? Honestly, I plan to. Yeah, oh my god. You watch definitely it. should. A star
0: is born. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but basically, A Star is Born. There was a relationship between the two characters. That was kind of like the focus of it. Of course, there were like different plots and different ideas that were being brought in the movie. Um, I think one of the most interesting things here was how Ali, the female character, the female main character in this movie, you can really see her rise to fame in that in that movie. And what's interesting is that. In order for her to rise to fame, she had to change who she was. Um, Her label forced her to dye her hair, to change her sound, and she had to follow, like, choreography and whatsoever. And it was really intense, basically. It was intense. And you can see that the character was really struggling with it in the movie. But if you compare it to... I forgot the name of the, char- the other character. I'm so sorry. But her love interest. Um... He rose to fame, kind of in a different genre, to say the least. But he still rose to fame, and he, he didn't really get through that, what Ali went through, in order to be popular, in order to be as famous. And it kind of makes you think how women in the music industry are presented, or how they are branded, right? They
1: really have to like work harder and be more pop star-y. Oh, actually, actually, a thought came to mind, I remember... Victorious, This one Victorious episode. Have you watched? Do you watch Victorious? Yeah, I do. Okay, good. You do. Okay, I remember this one. A music label looking for a pop star. And they chose Tori. Like, Victoria Justice. And she was forced to be this certain person. She had to lash out just to get the attention of the media. And she really had to change herself just to be, like, just to become famous. And just to be this pop star image they want to show. Or, like, they want to make her. Yeah. And that seems to be a pattern
0: for a lot of female artists and a lot of female performers in the industry. It's kind of
1: crazy how
0: when women take control of their image, of their branding, they kind of get shamed for it. Yeah,
1: and I remember Madonna in her Billboard Women of the Year acceptance speech. She said, like, he made me think there were no rules, but I was wrong. There are no rules if you're a boy. If you're a girl, you have to play the game. But what is that game? You're allowed to be pretty, you about you're allowed to be cute, you're allowed to be sexy, but don't act too smart. Don't have an opinion. Basically like you be pretty, be cute, but shut your mouth. Basically, yeah, actually that's true. I
0: like you can see also in the context of like the women in the music industry now, it's kind of sad how no matter how you behave as a female artist, you sometimes you just never win. Think of Billie Eilish, for example. Um, You know Billie Eilish? She, she's very popular right now. And um, in her first album, one of the things that really was iconic about Billie Eilish was her hair and the way that she um dressed herself, right?
1: Like the baggy clothes. Yeah, it, was, it was very distinct. It was like, very if distinct. If you see this kind of style, you would say, ah, Billie Eilish. If you see this hair, Billie Eilish.
0: The thing is, she got bashed for that. The way that she presented herself, she was kind of bashed for it because people thought it was like tacky or whatsoever.
1: But I don't understand that. Like
0: Billie Eilish, she turned eighteen and she started um working on her new album, right? She worked on her new album, and she changed her style. She changed how she presented herself. And she started wearing more revealing clothes. She changed the color of her hair. And basically, she started owning up to her sexuality.
1: Yeah, if that makes her more comfortable with herself, I mean, why not?
0: Why not? Definitely, why not? She's
1: happy like that.
0: She is. But the weird thing is, she went through the different sides of the spectrum. I guess she she went through like baggy clothes; you can barely see any skin, and then she went to that side where you just feel comfortable showing off more skin. But she got bashed either way for that, and that's crazy. She never wins.
1: So San Shaludogar, <laughs> San Shaludogar, Lily Eilish never wins. Women never win. Grab it, talaga.
0: The thing is, she's so so young. She's still very young, and imagine if you hated her for wearing baggy clothes to cover up herself when she was a minor. That's kind of it's kind of weird. I think what's what's um interesting about Billie Eilish is I think she was aware of how women were treated in the music industry. Like going forward or going in that career for herself, she knew what was going to happen if she didn't somehow protect herself or made the choice for herself. But like you, you've either so way.
1: Either way, yeah. she was still bashed, even if she wanted to protect herself from all of the bashers and all of the people. Grab it, we can never win. Kahit anong we, never, gawin. we
0: never win in the music industry. And I think that's something that. Should be talked about more. Women
1: in the music industry, they're expected to influence the good in younger generation. So like, kung laging ganon. Edi eh, yung artists. Bakit pag men they're allowed to talk about other things, kahit nga songs without substances they're allowed to release. Pero pag women yung release n'on, they're called lazy. Example see yung peaches. Peaches.
0: We can say that music <laughs> subjective. Okay, music is subjective, you guys. You can love the song, but like. You can love the song, but on an objective perspective, it just makes us think. Like, if. Let's say if Ariana Grande released that, do you think that she would be nominated for a Grammy?
1: (laughs) For, like, yummy. (laughs)
0: Like, I don't think so. Yeah, even Yummy. I think Yummy was nominated for a Grammy. Really? I don't know if I'm correct, but it has definitely been nominated for something. I'm not. I'm just not sure which. The lyrics literally is like, "Yummy, yummy, yummy, yummy." You wouldn't expect a very popular female artist release something like that, cause they would get crucified for it.
1: Girl, if like Olivia Rodrigo like released a song <laughs> "Hungry" and she's just like saying, "I'm hungry, hungry, hungry." hungry. Oh my
0: god, Peaches is just about, like, buying stuff. Oh my god, this is turning into a Justin Bieber. But basically, my point is, there are different standards when it comes to the kind of art and the kind of work that women are expected to create in order to be considered as popular, in order to be considered valid yeah, and worth agreed. watching for in comparison to men. And I think that's something that should be talked about more because it's right in front of our faces. We cannot deny it anymore. It's really happening. And I think one of the things that we should emphasize is also giving the women in the music industry a choice to be who they want to be.
1: Women have been like put in a pedestal for so long. Like Not only in the music industry but like as a whole it's really crazy how there is a sort
0: of double standard really when it comes to women in the music industry because as i've said before can you think of a man that is being treated the same way as stater swift right now even though they talk about the same things the same themes and whatsoever no you can't because there is still this sort of prejudice against women in the music industry and it's time that we start talking more about it. And it's time that we actually address it.
1: I completely agree. I remember nga, ano, one lyric from Taylor Swift's song. Sorry, I've been talking about Taylor Swift all night long, but I it's remember good. you need to calm down. She mentioned there that parang ano. We all have crowns. Like even if you compare women to each other, oh we figured you out. We all have crowns. We don't have yeah, to uh, we do. compare us to each other.
0: Yeah, and it's time to let women be who they want to be, however they want to be in this industry. And yeah, we should really preach for more freedom for the women in the music industry yes. and less of that double standard that they keep struggling with.
1: Well, Leah, right. I think our discussion tonight has been very fruitful. I hope that our listeners are going to be able to really think a lot about this after and resonate because
0: it's really yeah it's really a, um a struggle within and the industry that needs to be addressed more
1: and we need to start more conversations about these kinds of things because although we've come so far in empowering women and trying to dismantle this patriarchal society we have a very long and arduous way to go So with that, we just want to leave you guys with a call for action. No more double standards for women in the music industry. And more freedom
0: for them to choose whoever they want to be. This has been Leah.
1: And this has been Kath.
0: And thank you for listening to Can't Say More. No more double standards for women in the music industry.
1: You know you love us. XOXO can